What's up, everybody? I'm Athena, and you're here for another amazing episode of Vanished in the Valley. We are going to cover some dictator Newsome news. I don't know how all of these politicians don't get it through their mind that they are public servants. They're not kings and queens. They don't just get to run rampant and make laws and change laws when they want to. I'm also going to tell you about some Catholic churches in Pennsylvania that got away with sexually abusing children for decades. A grand jury outed dozens of priests in 2018, and I'm going to tell you all about what their findings were. And I'm going to let you guys know where I'm going to be this weekend holding a recall Gavin Newsom petition signing. So get ready for all this fun stuff. I also have to thank a listener before we do anything. Herself, the elf maker, Lisa, sent me this awesome roller. Because, you guys, my voice has been fucked up since October, going in and out. And it's like all those episodes you heard where my voice was barely there. That shit took me like six hours to record 30 minutes, 20 minutes of an episode. So I was trying to avoid all that. I asked you guys for some recipes, witchcraft, whatever, voodoo to stop this problem. And Lisa hooked me up. She gave me this little roller with, um, it kind of smells like eucalyptus and mint. I don't know. I started it last night, kind of like with a massage. And she gave me these, uh, it's called Thieves Cough Drops. And I, I actually just ate one last night and I could feel a difference almost immediately. So, Lisa, that's what's up. I appreciate it so much. You have no idea. So, uh, yeah. And I, I loved your little don't forget your pepper spray at the end. You literally warmed my cold, crude oil pumping heart. So, up top, girl. I appreciate it. Okay, so check this out. Back in November, a judge actually had to step in and basically mentally dethrone dictator Gavin Newsom and kind of remind him that he's not a fucking king, that he doesn't just get to make laws and kind of run. And you know what, fucking dictator Newsom, you're supposed to be a servant to the people. You can't just come in and use the California Emergency Services Act. You can't amend it. You can't alter it. And you can't change the existing statutory law or make new statutory law or legislative policy, which he was trying to do. So, It's like, okay, if this fool is so bad that judges are having to step in to slap him on the wrist and be like, hey, we're checking you, motherfucker. You are supposed to be serving the people. Stop fucking people around. You know something's bad. And the petition to recall him right now has over, it's like 1,300,000 signatures. And we only need 200,000 more to get a recall on the ballot. So I'm just going to kind of remind all of you some of Gavin Newsom's fuckeries since he's become governor. So sit back and get ready for this shit. Let's start with uh, one of the most memorable fuckeries of Gavin Newsom, in my mind anyway, is when him and his wife decided to go to French Laundry with 20 of their closest friends aka California Medical Association lobbyists and sit down, not social distancing, not wearing a mask and spend $19,000 at the bar and God knows what their dinner bill was. And this is all while hella Californians, millions of Californians are out of work, 
not able to pay the bills. There was no extra help at this point. And people called him out. Rightfully so. It's fucking ridiculous. And he came out with, oh, I made a bad mistake. I should have just walked away. And then right on the heel of that, he turns around and makes this ridiculous curfew. A fucking curfew. Like, people are fucking 12. It's like, really? You're going to put a curfew on us? Right after you're filmed at this ridiculously swanky restaurant? Uh, Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. And I want to know, what science is behind having a fucking curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m.? Did... Dictator Newsom's fucking gab science tell him that the Rona wasn't going to be out from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Just like the ridiculous mask mandate that countless different studies have shown. And it's not even just new studies. Old studies, new studies have shown that these masks and fashion masks and dirty t-shirts and fucking bandanas literally do nothing to stop a virus. But somehow he has convinced half of California that these fucking masks are going to do anything. I knew from day one that was bullshit. Anybody that has any type of medical training or science training is going to know that that's bullshit, especially with the coronavirus. I'm pretty sure this shit was engineered in a lab because of how tiny it is. They're calling it nanotechnology because it was 0.1 micron, okay? And then the social distancing thing, I kind of like get the idea behind it, but all of the studies have shown that even in lab settings, coronavirus can travel up to 27 feet. So please tell me, what is six fucking feet going to do? Especially when you're at a grocery store, you're touching shit, putting it back on the shelves, you're touching the credit card machine, you're touching carts. I'm sorry, that shit's just, it's not, I think I said it before. Remember the Ebola outbreak a couple of years ago? Motherfuckers are walking around in moon suits and still even then doctors and nurses are having to be flown back on medical flights to America because they still got infected with Ebola. So I'm sorry, there's literally no science behind these ridiculous rules, mandates, whatever you want to call them. There's just no science behind it. So I just don't get how so many people are jumping to this guy's defense and be like, oh yeah, we support Newsom, when he's just fucking making shit up as he goes. And now, suddenly that Biden is president, suddenly now that he's nearly to the point of being recalled, now he's going to start lifting the fucking lockdowns? And he's going to try to say it's not politics? Bullshit. You're playing politics with people's lives. Playing politics with people's jobs people's businesses and you did it just to fucking crush Trump I mean really are you that fucking evil I lost hella neighbors during this shit people lost their jobs and had to straight up move out they lost their houses but Gavin Newsom he was born rich he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth he's never lived paycheck to paycheck he's never worried about how he's gonna feed his family fuck no tell me how many of you never have these worries it's just fucking, he's, he's just like so out of touch with so many Californians that I don't understand how this fool hasn't been recalled before this. But trust me, guys, in a minute, I'm going to get down to my effort to get this asshole out of office. 
And honestly, it's not even just Gavin Newsom. How many of you guys in other states have governors that are fucking going crazy and just completely out of touch with the average person or the average citizen in your state? Taking away people's livelihoods, Biden has now fucking canceled out 11,000 jobs with the whole pipeline effort. It's These people are just out of touch, you guys. They don't live like the majority of Americans. I think all of Congress, they're all millionaires. So they literally have no idea the struggles most people go through to just pay their bills and live. It was never supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be our politicians were supposed to represent the people. And we are so far away from that. I don't even think there's any path back to it. What I, I'm not even going to suggest you guys do this, but... It's like you kind of have to, you can't live by their rules. They've set up rules in our system for us to stay indebted to them. You have to live in shades of gray. Now, I'm not telling anybody to go out and fucking break the law or do anything like that. But having said that, you can't follow these rules and expect to ever really get anywhere unless A, you come from money B, win the fucking lottery, or C, get extremely fucking lucky. What the way they do it is they find technicalities or little loopholes to where they don't have to follow the same rules we follow. Let me tell you about Bill Ackman. He's a billionaire hedge fund manager. He went on CNBC during March of 2020 to plead for the president to shut down the economy. He talked about how he was afraid of the health of all the elderly people in the United States. He told everyone that it would be the worst recession since the Great Depression. He said, everyone, get out of the market while you still can. So, a couple weeks later, billionaire Bill Ackman made billions of dollars on what the financial world is calling the greatest bet of all time. And what was that greatest bet? He shorted the entire market and use the proceeds from that bet to go long on the market. So, billionaire hedge fund manager went on CNBC, never disclosed his financial dealings, convinced thousands of investors to tank the market so he could win, and the entire economy would suffer. To show off how great his con is, he then bet on the market would do great once the gig was up. So, do you see what I mean? They fucking just... They're fucking evil, and we cannot keep continuing to play by their rules. So my philosophy is live in the gray where you can. Don't live by these rules that were set up to fucking keep us poor, keep us having to slave away in their factories. For what, dude? They've sent away most manufacturing jobs so the people at the top can reap even more benefits. And they can put the workers here either out of work or, you know, put it down to a minimum wage, unlivable wage. It's shit's got to change. And it can't be just one or two people that try to make the change. We all have to try to make the change. So I'm fucking putting my money where my mouth is. This weekend (laughs) in Manteca, California, I'm literally going to be at the Home Depot parking lot from 1 o'clock to 5 p.m. with the petitions to recall Dictator Newsom. So if you guys are anywhere near Manteca, California, 
come fucking sign these petitions or just come say what's up. Shoot this shit. But I will be there. I'm literally, like I said, putting my money where my mouth is. I feel so strongly about this fucking dictator that he needs to be recalled that my ass is going to go sit at Home Depot for four hours with these petitions for people to sign. Something has to be done. And you can't just sit here and like wait for everybody else to make the change. Grassroots is where shit gets done and everything needs to change at this point. It's like I don't even feel like I'm living in America now. Fuck, man. So before we get into our Catholic Church fuckery, I've got an Instagram story. How fucking surprising. I know. So I had a bonus episode this week and it was about the legends of the giants. So I made a little Instagram ad for it. And on the ad were these little like cartoon drawings of giants. It was a male giant. He had like a loincloth on and, you know, no shirt or anything. And apparently either somebody at Instagram did this or some little fucking bored ass bitch reported me. But they literally removed the post because it said it contained nudity or sex. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? When did cartoon male giant titty become fucking nudity? I see these broads on Instagram literally with their like assholes and areolas sticking out every fucking day. But somehow my giant's post got removed. I've also noticed I've been in Instagram jail for a couple of weeks, so they may be on the road to banning my Instagram account soon. So if one day you go to go check out my page and it's gone, that's what's happened. And I'm already on my second Instagram account. If they ban or when they ban this one, I'm not fucking starting over. I'm not going to do it again. Fuck all that shit. And apparently in Twitter fucking anti-free speech news, they've added this new feature called Bird Watchers. And it's literally a tool for people to report what they feel is misinformation. So I'm like, are you fucking serious for people to report what they feel is misinformation? I mean, you know how hard it is to, A, even get real facts these days? You can't trust Snopes. You can't trust the Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter fact checkers. It's all checked with a fucking biased agenda. The algorithms are super liberal-leaning. And I've said it here a billion times before. I'm not liberal and I'm not conservative. I don't buy into Republican bullshit or Democrat bullshit. They're both the same party, and it's not our party. It's their party. So if you have any idea or any fucking post that could possibly maybe be leaning towards a conservative idea, your shit's going to get taken off of there. And it looks like Congress, our fucking political leaders, don't want to take on the tech giants for some reason. And... Could it be because Facebook paid something like $18 million lobbying these motherfuckers last year? No shit. Look it up. You know, Amazon paid millions of dollars as well, and so did Apple. So politicians are so far in these people's pockets. This is probably why 
they're getting away with trampling on free speech. Like, who the fuck are they to dictate what good speech is or what bad speech is? Just fucking let people put ideas out there. Why is this such a crazy concept? It's going to blow me away to the day I die that so many people are against free speech because they think it's dangerous. It's like, really? What fucking kind of helicopter parent did you have where you think an idea fucking talking about on social media is dangerous? I mean, I get it if some fucking kid goes on there and talks about shooting up a school, but... When is the last time you even heard about a school shooting or some shit like that? I bet it's not in the last year. We seem to fucking cured heart disease, the flu, and school shootings with the Rona. It's like a fucking miracle virus. Now, as miraculous as the coronavirus has been in curing heart disease, the flu, and so many other things, one thing it has not been able to cure is the child sex abuse and cover-ups in the Catholic Church. So check this out, guys. I'm going to read from a grand jury document, and it's coming out of Pennsylvania. So this is what the grand jury is stating. We were given the job of investigating child sex abuse in six dioceses. Every diocese in the state except Philadelphia and Altoona Johnstown, which were the subject of previous grand juries. These six dioceses account for 54 of Pennsylvania's 64 counties. We heard the testimony of dozens of witnesses concerning clergy sex abuse. We subpoenaed and reviewed half a million pages of internal diocesan documents. They contain credible allegations against over 300 predator priests. Over 1,000 child victims were identifiable from the church's own records. We believe that the real number of children whose records were lost or who were afraid to ever come forward is in the thousands. Most of the victims were boys, but there were girls too. Some were teens. Many were prepubescent. Some were manipulated with alcohol or pornography. Some were made to masturbate their assailants or were groped by them. Some were raped orally, some vaginally, some anally. But all of them were brushed aside in every part of the state by church leaders who preferred to protect the abusers and their institutions above all. As a consequence of the cover-up, almost every instance of abuse we found is too old to be prosecuted, probably because of the statute of limitations. But that is not to say there are no more predators. This grand jury has issued presentments against a priest in the Greensburg Diocese and a priest in the Erie Diocese who has been sexually assaulting children within the last decade. We learned of these abusers directly from their diocese, which we hope is a sign that the church is finally changing its ways. Yeah, fucking right. This has been going on where priests have been outed since the 90s, and now, 30 years later, they're still fucking hiding these abusers? Yeah, hope all you want. 
So they go on to say, there may be more incidents in the future and the investigation continues. We are not satisfied by the few changes we can bring, which represent only a tiny percentage of all the child abusers we saw. We are sick over all the crimes that will go unpunished and uncompensated. This report is our only recourse. We are going to name their names and describe what they did, both the sex offender and those who concealed them. We are going to shine a light on their conduct because that is what their victims deserve. And we are going to make our recommendations on how the law should change so that maybe no one will have to conduct another inquiry like this one. We hereby exercise our historical and statutory right as grand jurors to inform the public of our findings. So in the grand jury documents, they go on to describe some horrific acts these priests did against children. One fucking pervert raped five girls in one family. He fucking collected their urine, their menstrual blood, and pubic hair. And apparently the police searched his house after that and they found his little collection. A high-ranking official said about one suspect priest, At this point, we are all at an impasse. Allegations and no admissions. Years later, that abuser did admit what he had done, but only after the statute of limitations had run out. In another diocese, the Diocese of Erie, despite a priest's admission to assaulting at least a dozen young boys, the bishop wrote a thank you to him for all that you have done for God's people, the Lord, who sees in private will reward. Another priest confessed to anal and oral rape of at least 15 boys, as young as seven years old. The bishop later met with the abuser to commend him as a person of candor and sincerity and to compliment him for the progress he has made in controlling his addiction. When the abuser was finally removed from that priesthood from the priesthood years later, the bishop ordered the parish not to say why. Nothing else need be noted. And it goes on like this, you guys. There's fucking pages and pages of this. And just like in years past, the Catholic Church covered up these crimes. And I literally just read you a fraction of the disgusting shit, the horrible abuses that were perpetrated against children and covered up by uncaring adults. And this shit went on for decades. It's like, when is the Catholic Church going to stop protecting abusers and start protecting these fucking kids that are there to worship in their churches? We've seen all of this play out on the news year after year, time after time with different churches, but it seems to be more of the same. I'm going to tell you about a couple more of the abuses, and they're fucking horrific, so you guys got to put your big boy, big girl panties on for this shit. So these were some of the ones that stood out the most as some of the worst abuses. There was a priest who raped a seven-year-old girl while he was visiting her in the hospital after she'd had her tonsils out. There was a priest who made a nine-year-old give him oral sex 
then rinsed out the boy's mouth with holy water to purify him. Or a boy who drank some juice at a priest's house and woke up the next morning bleeding from his rectum, unable to remember anything from the night before. Or the priest who was a registered psychologist who quote-unquote treated a young parishioner with depression by attempting to hypnotize her and directing her to take off her clothes piece by piece. One priest was willing to admit molesting boys, but denied reports from two girls who had been abused. They don't have a penis, he explained. Another priest asked about abusing his parishioners, refused to commit. With my history, he said, anything's possible. And yet another priest finally decided to quit after years of child abuse complaints, but asked for and received a letter of reference for his next job at Walt Disney World. Guys, this shit goes on and on. And it's, I'm going to fucking have nightmares tonight. That's how bad this shit is. And there's not really much the law can do about it. The law is set up basically against the victims. And 98% of these victims will never receive justice. When is it that laws are going to change to A, punish people that conspire to cover up child abuse, fucking change these outdated laws where you can't prosecute someone, you know, the statute of limitations on sex abuse, that shit has to go. Because as most people know right now, sex abuse is rarely reported right away. You know, there's all kinds of psychological trauma somebody has to go through. Some people don't want to relive it right away. Some people can't relive it right away. And they go on to list all of the offenders. There was 37 priests that were pointed out, their names put up, as offenders that were identified by the grand jury. All protected by the Catholic Church. All had people within the church conspiring together to protect these nasty motherfuckers when is this shit gonna change you guys i mean literally the only way it can change is if all of these parishioners all of these people that go to these catholic church somehow all get together and petition your politicians to get the laws changed everybody has to help out Everybody has to pitch in and sign a fucking piece of paper to get these laws changed. So as far as the list of names, I'm going to go ahead and I'll put a picture of that list of all these fucking pervert priests and I'm going to list it up on the Instagram. Hopefully it doesn't get removed for offending some fucking woke ass motherfucker. But it's my way of just saying, hey, fuck you. People know, people see, and we will not forget But guys, seriously, people need to start getting together and changing our fucked up broken system. Whether that be antiquated sexual assault laws or politicians running rampant and acting like dictators or queens and kings, shit's gotta change. We can't keep on getting more of the same bullshit. So like I said earlier in the show, if anybody is around the Bay Area in California, this Saturday I'm going to be at the Manteca Home Depot 
from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. with petitions to recall dictator Gavin Newsom. So come down, sign a petition, and say what's up. I do have to talk about our downloaders for a second. We got some new cities taking over here. Of course, Camus, Washington, you guys are still in number one. But now it looks like we got Parker, New Jersey. We got Temecula in SoCal. What's up, guys? Tracy, Tracy, California. Hey, guys, you guys are uh, fucking coming out of nowhere. And you're pretty close to Manteca. So come to the Home Depot parking lot in Manteca this weekend. Say what's up. I also see Elk Grove and Sacramento. You guys are like, what, 45 minutes away? Come sign this petition and get this fuckwad out of office. So we didn't get into any missing people's story today. We're definitely going to catch up on that next week. If you guys have a missing person you would like me to profile, you can contact me at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. Or, for the time being, you can find me on Instagram at Vanished in the Valley Athena. And whenever Parlor gets their shit together, I'll be back there. So, when that happens, I'll let you guys know. But, in the meantime, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Cha-cha. Are you lost?